What's up, guys? We are back. Welcome to episode 113 of the Lunch Beers podcast. Uh, we got myself in studio, brother Frank, Eli. What's going on, man? It's been a while. Hello, everybody. It's been hey. a while. Yeah. Hey, Jared. Hey, Jared. What's up? Nick, if you're hearing this, I burned down all your properties using an indoor smoker. <laughs> Nick is currently not here. He's out of office in Florida. Must be nice uh, to vacation in the winter. Um, so, yeah, he's not here, but we got three of us. Um, packed agenda today. I want to start because Jared has really, uh, he's got some stories, I guess. Jared, what do you got going on here, right. man? So, uh, a little, little tease at happy hour. Um, I guess without giving too much away, I'm in, I'm in a particular game these days where, uh, you help people mitigate risk and transfer risk. Um, and something came across my desk from somebody that I knew was hoping to get help. And basically, uh, without, without criminalizing myself or giving too much away, there is a, and I'm not going to do anything with this, but there's a place around town that, uh, basically works on people's booty holes. You ever, you ever have anyone work on your booty hole before guys? No, no I've never had issues down there. Thank yeah, God. no, I mean, yeah, I was in the hospital one time shin blood for 11 weeks, but that's a different story. We played a lot of guitar that week after. <laughs> anyway, no, that was a different time. Oh. No, this was like in 10th grade. Oh. Yeah, literally just pooping blood. Anyway, different okay. story. However, so I get this thing and I'm, I'm trying to help this business basically, um, have a particular certificate so they can continue operations, but they have lawsuits against them. Because somebody suffered a rectum tear. I cannot imagine a what rectum a rectum tear. tear might be like. <laughs> that sounds awful. Dude, I mean, I I eat really spicy hot sauce, and some days my poops really hurt. So like, I don't think that's going to tear your rectum, though. Yeah, but, dude, it hurts. <laughs> so, I, like, if, like, if that's, like, a two on the scale of one to ten pain, oh, God. I can't imagine a rectum tear. <laughs> Um, yeah, that sounds rough. So did did you approve them or you're no, like, nah, no, we no, gotta no, cut no, it out, guys. That's would, it. Well here's the thing. I'm new in the, I'm new in the game and I'm not gonna go to a market with my like first thing and be like, Hey, can somebody help me with like professional liability for this company that has a sexual assault claim against them against a rectum tear? Yeah. Because every time every time I go back to that market they're gonna be like, gonna be that that's guy. the rectum tear oh. guy. You know what it's I mean? Like the actors, that one role that sticks for their whole career, yeah. dude. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, my, yeah. I didn't think about that. I become Mark Campbell in five seconds. You yeah, know, that's, that's a good point. And then it's Things like that's the guy that asked for the sun and the moon. Like he's the worst. So I was like, you know what? I don't think I can help. Um, but yeah, not your guy. Yeah, I threw, up, <laughs> I threw up a little bit when I saw that. And the crazy thing is, Deshaun Watson wasn't even involved. <laughs> so, I mean, who knows what what crazy psychos out there just destroying people's buttholes? But. I love how I love how Jared just brought around to hating Deshaun Watson. That's a Ravens fan if I yeah. ever seen one. Deserved, well deserved. <laughs> honestly, this guy hates the Browns. You get what you pay for, baby. Yeah, that was great. Okay, let me ask you this though: rectum tear or <laughs> or yes, Christmas one. party. At the office. Rectum tear. <laughs> oh, no. The, is it during work hours? After work. Nope. Not Am I going to get a DUI? Yes. <laughs> that's up to you, bud. That's optional. <laughs> yeah. That is optional. Yeah, that's CC'd. Um, yes. Yeah, is it BCC'd? BCC'd? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely BCC'd. Oh, man. I don't, people that BCC are <laughs> sus human beings. I've done it before. Um, 
Nah, dude, Christmas party. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I have a good Christmas party story, dude. Yeah, Last year they had it at a Arts Quest, who, um, if anybody remembers, if you've been listening, I played at Music Fest. But fun fact, it's far from my first performance at Arts Quest because I had a holiday party there one time and we had karaoke with a whole stage. Oh man. Yeah. So That's crazy. There we kinda I've pointed to this before. We talked about a little bit, not being that guy, that can't fire guitar guy. But sometimes like, you know, at the holiday party dude, when like you know when your coworkers will kind of commit to that one thing they know about you because they don't know anything about you. And that's the only way they can communicate. For it's just third, so easy for them because yeah, they're their, like, oh, Eli's on Apple. Right. For their third time out in the year. So I had a microphone shoved in my face and I had to sing uh, The Killers. Yeah, I had Mr. To sing, Brightside? Yeah, I had to Tough sing one. Mr. Brightside. I, there's a video. I'll find it. Uh, someone has it. All right, Frank, if you, were, if you had to do karaoke at a Christmas party, what would be your go-to song? Ooh. That's a good one. Um, damn. I'm not the biggest karaoke guy, so I haven't done karaoke in a while. You're handed a mic right now. They say the song starts in three, two, one. Oh, I'm such a basic white girl, but Zach Bryan. Oh, dude, all I right. could. No, dude, that's not basic. Okay, yeah, man. I mean, it's the it. So it's the it. I feel like it's the it kind of karaoke vibe right now. I literally make money off of doing that, so it's yeah. okay. But it's okay. No, right, well, but if I if I had time to think and I truly, uh, you know, thought about it, then it'd probably be some old school jam. Because that's school the jam. best. Yeah, I got a good one. The best karaoke song is just an old school jam, man. Dude, if you're Christmas though, you want old school, bro? Elvis Blue Christmas, the number one Christmas song. Well, of all I don't time. think any of us could pull that off besides you. So. Blue Christmas, baby. I would come in with something crazy like, hi, my name is what? what? My name is who? <laughs> my name is... And then, then go really shady. hard. Yeah. Jared Cosa. <laughs> That's for HR. So yeah. they know who it is. Yeah. And they can send you an email for Monday. <laughs> About the nine inch nails that I want to stick through my eyelids. Yeah. Don't do that. Because of stupid emails. But I also, get. one other fun fact about the holiday party while we're at it is don't be the drunk one. Just like we talked about, don't be the rectum tear guy. Yeah. Don't be everyone drank at the party. Don't be the person that they think of when they think yeah. of somebody drinking at the holiday party. What you have to shoot for is the third most drunkest person at the party because yeah. you are just yeah. not fun. Too much. Yes, you're you're fun. Everyone remembers you, but they don't remember you as the drunkest person there. Yeah. You weren't embarrassing. That's, key. Yeah, that's how that's you get key. invites to do fun stuff with friends without being far too much fun fact i met my future wife uh at a christmas party and i saved her life from getting hit by a car because we were both in that like top three to to ten range you and were she prob- was just about to step out in the traffic and i like grabbed her coat it's like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> you get killed that, that kind of sounds like a little bit of a over exaggeration i feel like it didn't go down exactly like that oh it did were you both drunk oh i was wasted yeah it definitely <laughs> didn't happen like that no it did it did that's cool though, man. Good for you. Sometimes Christmas parties do work out, so that's nice. Um, last thing we have here, I feel uh, you had a proposition. Was this you, Jared? Yeah, yeah about question. Doing business with someone. Yeah, this is like a thought I had in the car today, coming coming over to uh, to the pod, and I was listening to Eminem for no reason. Henceforth, wise, uh, hi, my name is was my karaoke song. What? But. 
you know, he talks a lot about people that he hates. And I was like, would you ever do like business with like that one kid that was like kind of cool, but they were a dick and they would have been cooler if they weren't a dick and they had like a big ego and they like bullied kids for no reason. Will I make money? Yeah, but can you trust a guy like that or a girl, regardless? What's you know the what I mean? dynamic? Am I just like a sales guy making money, or am I a business partner? Uh, both. Or we split both. risk? Both. If I'm a sales guy, dude, I'm a rob him blind, dude. I'm fleecing him. I'm what fleecing about as, him for nothing. What about as a business partner? Well, I just wouldn't do that. Well, let me hear your argument as to why. I, you need pillars in a business and you know one's gonna be one is folded before you took them serious well here's so what i know that um people don't change so even though you thought you were cool because you had like one knockout or what is it a pin in high school wrestling or you threw a touchdown pass or yada yada this is this your like ego, hypothetical this is your ego specific. is important to you like those people's <laughs> ego is important Oh, yeah. So when, like, if they fucked everything up and lost the account, they go to real estate. Would it, would it, like, you know what I mean? So you can kind of bank on that. I don't know. I thought, cause you could take advantage of those people sometimes too. Yeah, cause they might not be the smartest. Yeah, but then you're a bad, you're a partner. <clears throat> if you're a partner, that's my whole thing. It's like, if there's a liability to me, if there's some type of risk, you know, you, what you're talking about to mitigate, right? I'm my mitigation is their ego. That's my mitigation. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you don't join the partnership. No shot. Yeah, I don't know. You can't. It's... I feel like you do what makes you money. Forgive and forget, all right? Adults. No. Forgive and forget. No to Jared, not Frankie. I was looking at Jared when I said it. Yeah, being an adult. Frankie's forgive and forget. Right. Make money. Let's drink a beer about it, though, huh, boys? Yeah. Christmas time. It is Christmas time. We're in December. Mm-hmm. How's true. your Christmas shopping going? Uh, almost done. I feel like... The every year I'm like I'm gonna be one of those people that does their Christmas shopping in November, and I never become one of those people. Yeah, no, I did Black Friday this year instead of hunting. Terrible. Anyway, um, I was at the Chris Kingle Mart down here in Bethlehem, and you know what I was surprised? No Brewerx beers, man. No stand for Brewerx. I was kind of offended. They have a brick and mortar on the same street. Good thing we got their beer right now, yeah, because I need it. You're in Bethlehem and it's Christmas time, man. I saw the Clydesdales coming down the road, walking Dude, they into poop Brew today. Everywhere, bro. <laughs> you walking that in would be poop? annoying, just worrying about horse shit. Because like I live here, yeah. so like this is where I walk all the time, and I literally this this whole month I watch for poop. All right, what well, beer do we have? If though? I could give you horse shit and remove taxes, would you take the horse shit? Uh, Horse shit me up, dude. <laughs> All right. Not that bad of an issue. What a fucking question, Jared. <laughs> not that bad of an issue. Let's not first world people. All right. All right we're drinking Rude Elf's Reserve. It's December, so you know Brewworks is coming out with their annual uh, Rude Elf's. Uh, this is in response to, uh, what's that beer called? Mad Elf. Mad Elf, yes. Trogues, right? Good beer. Is it Trogues? Gets yeah. you wasted. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is just going to be a spicy Belgian-style beer. <laughs> Um, 10.5%. We done it, uh, I think we did it last year maybe, yeah. but it's that it's time of year again. Yeah. You know, it's a home game staple. Yeah. December, you know, Brewworks is dropping this. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's all spice. It's smooth though. For a spicy beer, um, mm. this is really smooth. I think it definitely, um, punches up to the class that Matt Elf's in. Um, I can't even remember the last time we drank this and when I gave it, but right now, the holiday spirit, the vibes. I'm gonna go a seven point nine. Yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah. I like it. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it is like like you said before. Um, this is a staple Brewworks beer. This is their blueberry belch holiday. Um, it's always coming around, so we always have to jump on board and see how the new batches. I am a fan. I do like the elf stuff with the ten percent beer, the spice, and it, it tastes like a candle a little bit, but it's pretty smooth. Uh, this one, the can gets you a little. It gets you a little hype. It's this massive like, elf. Yeah, this drunk it's elf like is punk rock looking elf. He's a farming a uh, a reindeer who doesn't. And his look, biceps are popping out of his yeah, shirt. The reindeer doesn't look like he's even trying to do anything. I think he was just there for so it. It's Derrick Henry if he was an elf and the deer was an offense uh, defender. Yeah, <laughs> Marshawn Mar- Lynch against the Saints. Or, all right, the 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 deer is Earl Thomas okay. in the playoffs in 2019. Well. That would be that's Damn, deer was talking shit, dude. He turned him into a lead blocker. Yeah, that deer was talking shit, dude. And the you could see the elf is visibly upset. You know. Well, all being said, I'll give this beer a seven point five. <sighs> Alright, I'm gonna keep it plain, I'm gonna keep it simple. This beer is awesome, and I'm gonna commit to drinking one on Christmas approximately at eight o'clock when number eight takes on the San Francisco you 49ers at 8 p.m. after all the damage of the day. Candlestick Park in San Francisco. And yeah, I do want to do this damage because this beer is delicious. And we're committing right now. I'll paired, bring it. Uh, dude, we're getting some. Paired with an Uncle Joe dessert. I'm so in. I am so in and I'm bringing this to the table. And it's got to be an 8.0, baby. Got to be. Love that. Spicy. There's your Spicy. beer review. And we're refreshing. Yeah, we're back for December, man. This is the holiday season. Perfability. Um, I do want to ask you guys a question about who the Ravens play this week. This week they got the Jaguars, right, Jared? Correct, Amundo. Um, so Trevor Lawrence, uh, he played with a high ankle sprain. We found that out during the week. But uh, last week's game against the Browns. Joe Flacco, the GOAT, dropping 30. <laughs> Yeah, last week, uh, Trevor Lawrence, a play happened and he got hurt, but the way he reacted, um, was as if he was done for the year. You know, you just slapped his mom, um, very visibly upset about this injury. Um, but we found out it was a high ankle sprain. He played this week against the Browns. Didn't look good. Um, still threw for almost 300 yards, though. But the way he reacted when he got injured, I posed this question. Is Trevor Lawrence a tough guy or is he an absolute baby back bitch? Oh. Jared, you want to go first? I need to hear your guys' thoughts because I'm opinion. stuck in between. I'm ready if you want me to go first. I don't have an opinion. Okay. When I... Just because when I was watching the game, I saw the injury. I I witnessed it all. You know how reports will come out. Tyreek Hill went down hard. We thought that could be it. That was Mark Andrews esque. Honestly, he's probably a little a little close. You didn't have to say that. But it the injury. You know what I mean? It was that level. He might hip drop tackle. He might be you know toast. But he ended up coming back to the game. When I saw Trevor Lawrence go down, the main thing that stuck out to me was he looked so hurt. And he wouldn't let anybody help him. So at the time, I was like, oh, man, you know, he's, you know, this guy's a warrior. Like, he's he's probably got some crazy, you know, Kobe tearing his Achilles injury and shooting free throws still. 
And then it just comes out as a high ankle sprain, like Frank says. He Dude, plays great the next week. Great so then it's like, oh, man, well, I don't know. Like, I thought this guy was so tough because he was walking and making this big thing. And but it he ends sprayed up his being, ankle. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's showing up to work on Monday. Like, it's not. Yeah. So No wonder they didn't bring the card out. <laughs> yeah, like, you could whack. walk, man. That's why yeah. they didn't bring it. You know what I, I thought th- for that reason it was super whack. Here's what I think when I see Trevor Lawrence. Sunshine. Roddy Bass. <laughs> You're in the game. But uh, I don't know, I, you know, uh, kind of sus. But you know what, dude? I bet, I bet this Sunday night he's gonna be wishing he had a worse <laughs> ankle sprain, dude. Because my guy is gonna get cooked. He's yeah. gonna look at his knee, and be like, ah, it might be ACL. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't blame him. They gonna they gonna blow him out or what? Oh, dude, Ravens winning cover. And I'll tell you what, if I had Trevor Lawrence's talents and any ailments whatsoever in my body. Dude, peace out. I ain't playing. I ain't playing against that team. Turn on the team. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're sus. Guys. They're, they're saucy in five team. Well, they're hurt. Do you guys. Kirk down sucks. Everybody gets hurt, though, man. Well, yeah, but. Do you, you guys think. Like Kirk, that hurts. A six and seven Rams team is better than an eight and five Jaguars team? Right now? That's a good right question. Right now. That's all that matters is right now. Um, yeah. I think if I am a professional football team if i were to make the playoffs i would rather see the jaguars than have to play the rams so and the I'm rams say the rams are back it's a yeah. shame it's a shame the texans also are fighting the injury bug with tank dell being out for the year cj stroud concussion their defense was good all of a sudden it goes to lala land it's nowhere to be found they really could have won the division this year and cemented D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year, which we kind of touched on four or five weeks ago. But, like, who's going to overcome? It's crazy how they're going to waltz into an AFC South championship. I mean, it's not a, it's not a big fighting ground. <laughs> it's just, it's just easy out in the playoffs, man. Dude. It's oh, one of those sucks. divisions where that's... It sucks when you're one of those teams that has a killer record and you look at other divisions like I would have chewed them all up and spit them out twice over. But at the end of the day, it's one of those things where, I mean, C.J. Stroud healthy can cook. You don't know what's going to happen. They could get there. But, yeah, I mean, you're it's probably going to be one of those limping of the playoffs, get absolutely smoked. It's borderline a bye week for a strong team, and they just move on to an actual match. Oh, and that was... Earlier in the year, I know I was uh, fiddling with the idea of like a Jaguar Seahawks Super Bowl. You guys thought I was crazy. Geno Smith's knocked now, but that could have been They've fun. Had their weeks. DK has been falling it, apart mentally. Sh- well, it's a shame because both offenses could be really good. They're fighting injuries. I mean, you and I are feeling the Christian Kirk pain, one of our co fantasy leagues where we have him and he's out for the next four weeks. Um, you know, you're going to need Calvin really step up and. You need Trevor Lawrence to be great, and I mean, the, Ra- the Ravens some are playing with some injuries. Ravens are playing with huge revenge this this week coming in. They lost to Jacksonville at home last year on the missed sixty seven yarder from Tucker. It was incredible for the Ravens to move the ball downfield to the point to get him an opportunity to kick a field goal because it didn't have any timeouts. Um, so I think John Harbaugh has this one circled, and they're going to get cooked. And I think it's going to boost Lamar's MVP odds. What guys do you feel comfortable still betting on left in this market? Like, who are you drawing a line through, and who do you think has a legitimate shot? 
Um, so I think if I'm not mistaken, the favorites are Brock Purdy and Dak right now. Um, with Lamar being the third best odds, at, I think you can still get him at plus four fifty. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now for you. I think that's the only bet I would make. Obviously, you're laying juice with uh, Brock Purdy and Dak. Yeah, I got um, uh, this. Is what I got at the top: Dak one fifty, Brock one eighty five, Lamar four seventy five. Hurts six fifty, and then you're down to Tyreek and Mahomes at sixteen hundred. Okay, so you're still not laying juice with Dak or Brock, um, but they're the higher odds. Um, yeah, I I still take Lamar because as we discussed earlier, um, big game against Forty ers head up. Um, the last ten, I think I saw MVPs came from a one or two seed. I feel like the one in seed is really important, especially when teams just keep kind of like giving it away. Um, so whoever can lock down both one seeds. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably still only take Lamar at like, you know, you four to one, you can get him at. Yeah. 475 at DraftKings at the yeah, moment. Almost five to one. Back so. to favorite. What is he? 150. What's Jalen Hurts? The fact that he's fourth on the odds board with 10 interceptions is just insane to me. Narrative. That's a, yeah. It's a books telling me they don't want, they just want zero liability on the guy in case he pops off. <laughs> what about Josh Allen? What is he? Ten to one? He's next up at eighteen hundred. No, uh, he won't. He won't. I do think. What if the Bills uh, went out and win the division? If the if they went out and win the division, no, because one of I think one of those three people, Dak, um, Brock Purdy, or Lamar, can get the one seed. And I really think the one seed in both divisions is good, or both conferences is going to be the Ravens and the Forty ers So I think that Lamar or uh, Brock Purdy has the best chance right now. I think it's going to be one of those two yeah, guys. They see Dak. They, yeah, give, the, see they give the MVP out the night before the Super Bowl, correct? Uh, I'm not sure when they give it out. I don't know. I don't know. What they can we get a Google? It. They vote can, on it for the regular I'm season. Sure, but, yeah, can do but do they, though? Yeah, I think... Um, I'm speculating because... I don't know when the award February ninth. So the day before yeah, the, Super the Bowl. votes have to be in. That's a great <laughs> so question. We're, we're yeah, let's Google, Google a lot here. Oh, but can but they I change like their vote? Pertinent information. Can they change their vote? No. Once it's submitted, you definitely cannot change it. At the end of the regular season, yeah, okay. the sports writers vote and yes. submit at the end. What if now yeah. writers are writers, right? What if people? What if Josh Allen and the Bills went out and they and they claim the AFC East? And you're a writer, and you're thinking in your head, he's been rock solid these last five weeks, and I think they might make a playoff push, so I'm going to vote for him. Is the value there? Like, do you feel any... No, because they lost to the Patriots. You can't be the MVP of the league losing to the New England Jalen Hurts lost to the Jets. Lamar Lamar Jackson lost to the Colts. Yeah, but the Colts are a playoff team. As of now. They have a good defense. The Colts are give them that. The Colts are Pittman is a doll. Way better than the the Patriots and the Panthers are the two worst. Dak Prescott lost to the Jets teams of the league. Uh, that doesn't matter. I feel like Jets Josh Allen defense. at Josh, that time they were top. Three. Josh Allen not being a one or two seed in the AFC plus him like you know the struggles the Bills had. No matter what, even if he wins out and wins the division, I do not think Josh Allen wins MVP. Okay. All right, so let's just put all our money on Lamar, and we'll uh, call it a day. All right. Yeah, I do like and that. And either way, win or lose, we still go to the bar and drink a bunch yep, of beers. and I'm going to be a problem on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Uh, we got some good games this weekend. Um, the crown jewels being 
what what are the big games? Playoff implications. Broncos Lions is exciting to me on Saturday. Yeah, that that's going to be a good eight game. o'clock game. Broncos catch. They were at five. They're four. I scoop five. You guys taking the points there? What do you? What, I mean, it's in. It is in Detroit. Broncos, Broncos defense has stepped up of late. Especially stopping the run. So give us the what's the line? It's four right now. I bet five teasers. I'm all over the Broncos. I think the Broncos can win outright. Look at look at what happened last week. Do we had nine underdogs win outright? It was it was insane. Well, and five backup quarterbacks win. It's one of those things too. One thing that I've noticed being a better for years and years and years. Every season has like a turn of the tide. Where the bad becomes good, the good becomes bad, everything becomes murky. And there's always like one coin term or phrase or something that I hear that sets the whole thing in motion. And the number one thing was the Denver Broncos at the time when they were horrific, they had historically the quote worst defense of the NFL and they went against Patrick Mahomes. And ever since I heard that, they've been fine. And every every tie like there's always like that one yeah. pivot point. I swear to God, the pivot point of the NFL season this year was when they coined the Broncos defense as the worst in history, and then they beat the, the Chiefs. They've been fired since. And now then. look at the Chiefs. What's happening? Pat Mahomes is complaining to Josh Allen about uh-huh. the offensive offsides when he dashed him up. Give Josh Allen the win. He's giving you your win every single goddamn time. Well, yeah, that Josh was, Allen's three and two in Arrowhead. Dude. But I hear what you're saying. Do you ha- did that not just like give you Chiefs fatigue to the moon? See, yeah, I, I took, definitely. This was a little Trevor Lawrencey for me with the injury. At first, I thought Mahomes was flipping out on them for not executing. You know what I mean? When he was on the sideline, just losing his mind, I thought he was like just had it with them not executing. So at first, I was like, "Oh wow, yeah, that would make sense." Love to see that, right? That's very Brady esque of him. And then it came out that he was complaining and yelling at a ref and complaining to Josh Allen afterwards. I was like, oh, wow, this is the Trevor Lawrence. He's so tough. Now he sucks. It was the same thing. The fact that he went up to Josh Allen in their, like, little, you know, dap up. And he's like, that was the worst call I've seen or something. He's Josh Allen's win. Instead of just being, hey, good game, man. You know, hope hope to see you again in the playoffs. Like, I'm, I'm sure Josh Allen said something along those lines. Yeah. You know, great game. Hope to see you again this year. He was just like, that was the worst call I've yeah. ever seen. And yeah. it almost like feels like, oh, you didn't deserve to win that game. Well, it's the gift. Like, we would have won. It's the gift. It's yeah. the Eagles thing that we watched until they faced the yeah. Cowboys. Now all of a sudden they don't get the calls oh, and they can't score an offensive speaking touchdown. Speaking of the Eagles, can we talk about the soft holding call, which won the Chiefs the Super Bowl at the same time Fletcher's Fletcher Cox's face mask is getting turned yeah. around on the offense. So both of the penalties should have offset and it should have been a replay of downs, but they won the Super Bowl and yeah. he's going to complain. You just like, don't pretend you didn't see that. You got to be self aware in that moment. Yeah, right. Douche. Douche. I mean, hey douche. man, but plays have gone against him in the, in, in the past too. Like that fucking offsides in what the AFC championship or was the Patriots, uh, Tom Brady. Mahomes and Arrowhead. Uh, who jumps offside? Chris Jones. Uh-huh. He jumps offside, negates Brady's game-ending interception. Yeah. Like so, he it he's gotten fucked, but he's also benefited, as you said, the Super Bowl. Like he's complaining about a ticky-tack call. That holding I, again. I know Bradbury admitted that he held, but that holding was a fucking ticky-tack call. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think anyone 
you know, a lot of people have said that the Eagles look better in that Super Bowl game. They were the better team at that point in time. But I was like, nervous. It all it goes, man. Like it comes in. It, it, it's a give and take. Like you yeah. just got to be more self aware to know that you've benefited from those kind of calls your whole Sick, career. Man. Yeah, and he he's cashed out plenty, like plenty. Like they're gonna they're gonna make those calls. It's gonna happen. And in some instance, you want those calls. One other, uh, one last thing I do want to bring up about the NFL. I don't know if you guys have another piece, but I just like to say the Broncos can win the division. I don't know if that's where you were going. No, not at all. (laughs) Dude, their schedule is really easy. Lions, Patriots, Chargers. Yeah. uh, yeah, They're one game behind Kansas City. That's all I'm saying. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. That would be good. Chiefs fatigue, get it out. All right, sorry. I cut you off. That was terrible. (laughs) Yeah, that was not what I was going to say at all. What I was going to say was that the refs, I've never seen a season where they throw flags. Before when I would be watching football and I see yellow pop up, something happened every time. Now you see flag pop up. It's like a 50-50 toss up if they call something. Like I don't I don't know if this is maybe I'm just this is Mandela effect and I don't know the logo difference. I don't know what I consume, but I feel like I've never seen a season where the refs just kind of casually throw flags, go talk to each other, and come back and be like, yeah, no call. We're not even going to tell you what we thought we saw, but no call. And then you just go back to play. That is very – that's weird. Do you agree it's also been a lot worse in primetime games? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. feel like that's where I'm seeing the weirdness. Well, when you When you watch the Chiefs play, like, trash – Again, talk pre-turning of the tide NFL season, and they're winning in primetime because Taylor Swift's there, and the NFL drops <laughs> in their bio when there's – I'm not even going to get into – we're not going to go to first half season penalty calls, but enough is said there. It's obvious, right? Taylor Swift is the biggest human being on the planet. Taylor Swift is Michael mm-hmm. Jackson. No, mm-hmm. she is, dude. There's no way to deny mm-hmm. it. Joe Biden. Let's relax. <laughs> nah. Taylor Swift is the biggest human being on the planet. The NFL was not going to let Taylor Swift's baby, which is now the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been dismissed under Taylor Swift. Let's be realistic here. To throw that in their bio, they were not going to lose that marketing ability with Taylor Swift if the Chiefs lose to the Jets. Sunday night. Like, that's not going to happen. But they did. And we, but, dude. It's it didn't happen. I, I don't know. You're getting weird. What do you mean? That's I'm sa- exactly I'm what saying, happened. I'm saying maybe during the one o'clock games when we're all watching, you know, five six games at a time, we're missing things, and that the officiating is just more apparent in primetime games when you only have one thing to focus on. I I don't know where the the Chiefs rant comes from. Um, I think my biggest issue with officiating this entire season has been with the Eagles. I've made that apparent. Um, I mean, the Dallas game was really, really bad. They called a ticky-tacky P.I. on Stephon Gilmore when the ball was five yards out of, out of bounds. And then, to your point, there was a blatant holding call. They threw the flag. It would, would have benefited the Cowboys. They picked it up. No penalty. And then later in the game in the fourth quarter, or actually it was early in the game, second quarter, Dak is going across to the to the tight end who is inbounds, would have been a touchdown. He gets smoked before the ball arrives. No P.I. But the, but the ball eight yards out of bounds to 
Devontae Smith, where Stephon Gilmore just gives him a little shove is a flag. It has been disgusting to watch. But what can the like is it is it has the NFL officiating always been this bad? Or is it kind of like society and the government where we have social media, we have betting, everyone was way more tuned into things where it's like we're more exposed to it, so now we're more angry about it because it affects us. Mm, I think it's actually gotten worse. That it has been better in the past. I think it's just worse. Like I said, dude, they throw flags and pick them up without calling anything. That just doesn't like – I would agree. You threw the flag because you saw a a flag. Like can you recall – The head ref's like, you sure about that? Yeah, (laughs) dude, it's just like there's such like an earpiece big brother dynamic there of like they have to check in with what they call. I mean like there's a very realistic possibility that that's exactly what is happening is they have to check in with what they call. Because I've never ever seen the group of refs outside of the one who called it from their viewpoint where they are put to watch that specific spot. Why is the one who calls the flag on the specific spot whose job is to watch it convinced otherwise from people who are watching other pieces of the field? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. So what you're saying is that this season of NFL officiating – is the Rams and Saints 2017 NFC Championship. Actually, 2018, sorry. 2018 NFC Championship. No call on the blatant P.I. against the Saints, which pretty much cost them the game into this season. Yeah, so I think that's one of the worst calls in NFL history. But what I also think is as an overall body of work, the refs have never been this bad as this year. And they've like grown to it. They openly accept it. Yeah. They admit that 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 play you just referenced is obviously one of the worst calls in NFL worst non calls in NFL right. history. Um, and there hasn't been such an egregious. Well, the moment was bigger, too, because it was in the playoffs. But still, I could even reference the, the Ravens overtime win against the Rams. Like, I'm not a delusional Eagles fan that just totally ignores the fact that my team has been blessed. There were several blocks in the back that were not called against the Ravens on that punt return. They could have easily taken the ball of the five. Now, I think Lamar would have got the team in field goal range and Justin Tucker would have banged it to win the game. Two goats. Especially the way that they were playing to Two end the game. Goat. I mean, the third and 17 play to Zay Flowers, like Nelly Aguilar coming in saying, yo, the safety's going to bite me. Just bring the veteran presence. Like, Zay will be open. We're all going to run cross routes across the middle. Throw it there and they get it. Two point conversion after yeah, that. Yeah, well, that play was fucking rookie safety. Nut. You don't yeah. have to cover Aguilar. That play was Lamar to throw a dart while his feet are off the ground. He's getting tackled. It's just that's an incredible arm strength. Anyway, it's besides the point. They absolutely like there should have been flags on that play, and the, the NFL is just like, what do we do? Ratings, Ravens fans, we want to keep them happy. They're good. All right, we'll let it stand. Great game, but if dude, I feel for Rams fans, man, I really do because the Rams played a great game for the fourth week in a row. They scored thirty plus points, and they definitely didn't deserve to lose like that. It's like you have to call, you got to call penalties that are blatant, and they just don't. It's very subjective this season more than any I've ever seen, and I think it's just it's it's killing me. It's killing me, and I know everyone's mad. Yeah, um, yeah. 
The refs suck. It just like, it's a moment of silence for the refs. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. Let's have a real, <laughs> let's just have a moment of silence for the NFL officiating. Everybody take a sip. Oh, yeah, they suck. We needed that. God awful. NFL, okay. free fuel to hire, feel free to hire the five of us, <laughs> Nikki Q, Frank, Eli, Ralph, myself. We, will, I guarantee you we could probably come out there with zero football officiating experience and be a lot better and more objective than the NFL referees. You guys currently have 17 leg parlays, baby. <laughs> We're hitting everything. Jared, if Roger Goodell steps in a room with you for five minutes, he's going to immediately be like, no, we got to get this guy out of here. A hundred percent. He's going to be Reddit thread vibes. <laughs> He's getting a little conspiracy on me. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Uh, the one time um, my mom and I went to the 2019 playoff game where the Ravens got smoked by the Titans and Derrick Henley shit on. That was the Earl Thomas play. All right? of them, yeah. So Turn double reference, dude. This is the Earl Thomas episode. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Earl Thomas, dude. I I'm hate just gonna that shout guy. out Earl Thomas yeah. for the article. Why don't you head? put more three sounds on your social media? Ugh. Anyway, uh, basically, real beef. <laughs> my my buddy in college, uh, his dad played in the NFL and was serving on uh, as an employee for the Ravens on their sideline. I t- he found out I was going to the game through social media. I like I posted my tickets or whatever. He's like, "Oh, my dad works here. Yada yada." Call him. Got us on the field. The first thing I asked him was like, "What do you think about the Ravens being ten and a half point favorites? Like, kind of seems a little long." And he was like, "Oh, I can't talk about that. The NFL absolutely hates sports gambling, and now it's everywhere." <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but Roger cat. Goodell probably had me bugged at that moment in time, so I could see why he wouldn't want me in the room. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Especially if like if a guy's betting, you know, uh, on his team. That's one thing. Yeah. But the moment he bets against himself, just let me know, man. I mean, if the NFL, want to be in if it. the NFL would pay off all my debt, I I wouldn't bet on games. I would officiate. Keep me debt free, dude. Yeah, well, let's get to some locks because we're betting this weekend. Wait, what about fantasy? Oh, you you're just mad because you're not in the playoffs. Oh, wow. Frank's trying, yeah. to, Frank's, Frank's trying to make everyone forget, dude. That, yeah, you called okay. him out a little bit right Did there. Did someone recently add that? Part to the thing because I didn't see that last hey man, thing I saw was Lamar is the goat. Hey, this is Lamar is the goat. This is That's the last thing I saw. It's okay, buddy. We'll forgive you. Yeah, let's hear it's it. Eli Simon shine, dude. It's my time. This is my biggest moment. Um, big week, fantasy week fourteen. Uh, a lot of playoff implications. Of course, we had five teams at like six and seven, something like that. A lot of guys fighting. Uh, I was fighting for best record. I failed that fight pretty bad. I think I had the worst score of the whole year uh, for my season. I lost to Connor. Dude, it's brutal, too, because he he won with D-Hop Monday night, and we were, like, eating dinner at the bar watching a game, and he was just shitting on me just right in front of my face. <laughs> and that was tough. That was tough. But, um, you know, an extra an extra beer in there helped. But good game to him. GG's in the chat for third and lager. Uh, took me out. Pawtucket Pats beat Kyle, a big playoff threat out of nowhere. The Dark Horse must have been plus a thousand minimum at some point this season. I mean, really, truly just out of context. Uh, you know, just didn't have a chance. Now, we love Kyle. He's a great golfer, but th- th- there was a time where we didn't know. <laughs> golfer, he's a good person. But now, <laughs> but now Kyle's probably one of the biggest threats, especially after Stefan's team. 
uh, falling apart a little bit. Justin Herbert injury, a handful of injuries. Tyreek Hill's banked up. Who's he going to war with in the playoff? Nick Mullins? Yeah, he's got Nick Mullins at quarterback. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want him flying my Spirit Airlines either. Uh, (laughs) Troy sneaking out a last, dude. (laughs) Two cheeky wins, back-to-back weeks. Um, He did not get his consolation round by, but he did take out Jake Rubin, who we do love and adore ever so much. Uh, Nick beat Ramon. Tough season for Ramon. Introductory season, last place. Just had a kid, 4-10. and Ramon's got a lot going on. He probably didn't open the app like the last, I don't know, six, seven weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Can't blame him. We're going to give him that. We're going to give him that. And then lastly, Girth with the shootout with Frank. Uh, 141 to 137. The only score I gave because they were the two highest scores of the week overall. Brutal. Yeah. So finally, we have our playoffs. Uh, Sags again. He's got a buy. He's always a threat, dude. He sucks. Uh, I'm against Nick, two and seven. Nick's seven, obviously. Um, Kyle and Stefan, four and five. Stefan is a waiver quarterback. And then. Uh, Stefan Gerf. also has AJ Brown and Tyreek Hill, who we need to get out. Get him out, Kyle. Get him yeah, out. Ty- Tyreek Hill needs a week off. And lastly, Girth against Jared, a former fake champ, coming in at seven and seven in sixth place. I don't know if he's going to do anything with it. We will see. Girth coming off a big week, holding two games on Jared. It's going to be interesting. I just lost Keenan Allen. Yeah, and Keenan Allen's quarterback. But you benched Garrett Wilson last week, so it's all right. I won. And so I put up depth. 133, which is the third most points in the league. So, yeah. I, depth. Lamar will get us there, dude. Him and Zay Flowers are going to shred this week. Going to shred him up. Shreddy. All right. Now, Frank. Now, now we can do some locks, it. buddy. Intro All right. locks. Boom. Locks of the week. Let's like he do said. it to end the show. I'm 9-11. I do have uh, second most losses, but I do have the most wins. So that's a plus. Um, I can't even remember what I gave out last. Oh, Michigan minus 11 first half. First half got there. They scored. No, it did not get Didn't there. It? I thought it did. Dude, they scored 10 points in the first quarter and Michigan could not do anything in the second quarter. Not a field goal, not a safety. Um, so that sucked, but San Fran came through big, uh, minus two and a half easy cover. This week, I'm going with the Bills. Minus one and a half. You can find that on FanDuel right now. Um, I think that the Bills are the biggest. Don't want to see them in the playoffs team. They're the best 7-16 and 16 I have ever seen. Um, they're favorites against a 10-win division or, yes, division-leading Dallas Cowboys, and they're the favorites for a reason. Vegas knows, guys. Bills, minus one and a half. It's a good pick. I do like that. I do hold a Bills ticket plus 4,000. I'm hoping pays off. I would like to pay the electric and keep it on, keep the heat on. Um, My lock for the week, I'm going to ride the Derrick Henry train against the Texans. Uh, They've really introduced the second running back finally in Tennessee. They gave some ball to Spike, and it's kind of great because you see Henry refreshed in the second half, 
And that dude is running through guys who have played most snaps, and they cannot bring him down. Titans have a knack for scoring. Uh, later on in the games, Henry doesn't really get moving until the third quarter anyway. But the number one sealer for me outside of the rough patch for the Texans is when you see Will Levis throw a pick and then go hit the DB himself, cause a fumble and pick it back up. Like that's a team that's fun to bet on. I mean, if you're, if your quarterback is smacking the DB and making him drop the ball to get it back for a first down, like I'd rather put my money there. I feel a little bit safer. Will Levis real quick did have a real cool, a really cool tweet yesterday. He just said the eyes, Chico. Reference to Scarface, and he posted a bunch of cool pictures. Will Levis is awesome. We're we're we're, we're, Will, we're Will Levis podcast. We're we're sponsored by Will Levis. Yeah, I do fuck with him heavy. Definitely don't think he should have slipped to the first round or second round. Uh, so that was a cool tweet. I liked it. And yeah. it was good that he broke up with his girlfriend after he got drafted. It's crazy how I get more risk like, management. <laughs> anyway, mitigants. <laughs> Uh, seven and thirteen, with two pushes, crawling back. I'm gonna hope once we get out of the NFL uh, playoffs that we can bring this to a positive record. Uh, and we had a winner last week, or last pod. Jeez, time. Houston minus three versus the Broncos. How about the goal line sand and the pick six to save my rear end? What a magnificent sweat that was. What an awesome game between two really good football teams. I had a blast watching that game and just happy to, you know, walk out on the winning side. So hopefully we can uh, continue to keep our luck on the positive side as the holidays roll in. I'm going to go Jets Dolphins over 37 points. I just think I know that the Jets defense is for real. I think the totals too low. It's a must-win game for the Dolphins coming off a brutal loss against the Titans. Up, what, 13 points, two scores, whatever, in the fourth quarter with four minutes left and losing outright. Um, and the last time these two teams played, mind you, it was 34-14. to 14. So the Dolphins almost covered the total themselves. And if Tyreek Hill comes out, you know, healthy and they're pissed off, whatever, They'll just beat the brakes off the Jets. But Zach Wilson dropped 30 points last week with 300 yards, 300-plus yards. spark the Jets needed. Yeah. What if they get going? And Garrett Wilson can absolutely shred up that Dolphins secondary. They can have some dump-offs to Brees Hall. So I think the Jets will put up some points. Um, and to cap it off, the Dolphins are 8-5 and five, uh, to the over. And the Jets are 5-8. and eight. So there's a three-game discrepancy between both teams. I think that should lean over based off what we saw earlier in the season. And um, let's get a winner this week, baby, rolling in the holiday. I like that. I do like how Zach Wilson went from the backup to the starter to the third string to the backup to now starter again. Yeah. It's come full Why circle. Not? Why not let it fly? Yeah. Yeah, fuck it, right? What do you got to lose? What if this is it? <laughs> Why does Aaron Rodgers want to come back? I have no idea. Oh, uh, who knows, man? Drugs, probably. Probably. That's yeah. why. Drugs are interesting. Great episode, guys. Till next week. Yeah. Don't get too drunk at your Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs>